0: Hey, hey, what's up, my man? It's Athea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so honored that you would tune in today. And I really don't take that lightly, so I promise we're gonna make the next 12 to 13 minutes absolutely worth your time. Uh, before I jump into that, very quickly, uh, we are growing this podcast this year. That is a statement. I'm gonna make that happen. That's something that God has really put on my heart. However, I'm only one man. <clears throat> and I know that I can't do this Fully on my own. And so, the way that we've grown up until this point has been you guys spreading the word, leaving ratings and reviews on your platform. And if you haven't done that yet, I'm asking if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds just to do that right now. Pause this podcast or you can pull it up on your app, uh, on your device, rather. Uh, But a rating and a review goes a really long way. The reviews, in particular, are so helpful for other guys out there who are struggling. And you literally could change someone's life with a rating or review. Because someone might read your review and it might encourage them to watch this podcast and make a decision that could literally change their life and the generations that come after them. So I'm asking if you'd be willing to just take two minutes to do that. And if you don't want to do that or you've done that already and you want to show some more love to the podcast, you can also share this content with other people, uh, especially if there's people that are having conversations with you about their struggle or leaders you know, in your church or elsewhere that you know might have some influence or might be interacting with people. If you know of therapists or those kinds of things, I know there's lots of therapists that listen to this podcast and share this with their clients. And we thank you so much. It really helps us get this information out and change more people's lives. And so if you haven't shared it already, please continue to do so. It helps us tremendously. Today, uh, we're talking a little bit about things only fatherhood can teach you. Uh, And I wanted to do an episode on this because Uh, You know, at the time that this episode gets released, it's January 16th. And that means that I've been a father for, uh, let me count it here, three months. And that's pretty remarkable. Uh, I'm brand new. So, you know, I don't want to pretend that I really know what I'm talking about. And uh, that's not my style. I'm sure you guys have figured that out about me. But more so, what I wanted to just share is some things that I've been learning in fatherhood so far. And it's amazing how related these things are to recovery. And I think if you are a father, you know, whether you're in a similar stage like me or most of you that are fathers are, are going to be further ahead, um, I'm sure you'll resonate with what I'm going to share. Um, and I think if you're not a father yet and you want to be one day, then hopefully this gives you some some lessons that you can maybe learn before you need to learn them, if that makes sense. I I can't describe to you uh, how amazing it is to to be a father and to have a son. <clears throat> I I'm in this stage right now where like I'm just excited to get home because I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to play with him. And Shaloma and I are like wowed by the smallest things. You know, like um, like he, he's starting to hold his neck up. He's starting to kind of twist and turn and roll around, and we are like just so impressed. You know, it's so funny. And um, and I I I just couldn't fake it if I wanted to. Like it, it's just this genuine excitement for my little boy and his growth and his development. One of the things that God told me when uh, Shaloma was pregnant with Judah, and and so he was, I don't know, he he had maybe maybe she was five or six months along, and I was starting to feel the nerves a little bit about becoming a father. You know, I was. I was wondering if he and I were gonna get along. You know, I had all these weird kind of fears and insecurities come up. And I was talking to God about it and I was saying, you know, I, I I don't I don't know what to do. And um and one of my questions during those nine months was like, God, what what should I be doing, you know, to prepare for this and to get ready for it? And again and again he told me, it always pointed back to the same thing. And it was like, Cynthia, just treat your wife well. Like If you prioritize the marriage, parenthood becomes a lot easier. And that made sense in theory, but I have to say now, you know, being a father for three months, it is absolutely true. Like if I can help my wife get some wins, then we all win, you know, and and fatherhood is easier and certainly, you know, the marriage is easier, but it's so tempting. Like there's been a couple of times that I've come home and I'm just really excited to see Judah, you know, and to hold him. And it's, it's not that I'm not excited to see my wife. But, you know, there's some novelty here with Judah right now, right? And so there's been a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I missed you, Judah. I was like, you know, when I start kissing him and I grab him. And, um, you know, and then Shaloma like, is like, uh, well, did you miss me? You know, are you excited to see me? And it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah, of course, babe. Of course I'm excited to see you, you know. And um, and again, she's been very gracious about it uh, for the most part. But but uh, but I've, I've caught myself a couple of times where it's like, okay, right. I have to make sure. I have to make sure that the main thing stays the main thing, and in this context, that is the marriage. The other thing um, that I'm I'm really going to learn in fatherhood. It's very clear to me is um, is that I have to give up control if I want to have a, a relationship with my kids. And control is is like a you know that's like the core one of the my core issues. Uh, it drove a lot of my porn consumption actually, um, and I loved watching content where um, you know the man was in more of a powerful position. And you know, even when some of the the like really, you know, cheesy, fluffy plot lines that they build around these, even when that presented the man as very powerful, um, I loved that, you know, and, and the reason was because the control thing was just very addictive for me. And control manifests in all kinds of ways, um, you know, in, in my life, even today, where it's like, you know, I like the house in order. Um, there's a bit of a control thing there, you know, with finances. Um, I care about them a lot, but I have to be careful that, like I'm still trusting God, um and you know, not trying to just take everything into my own hands. Like this is an ongoing thing, but it's it's just it was so fascinating. I had a night um early on when Judah was born, and I'm on nights, so Shaloma's sleeping, and uh, my mother in- law was staying with us at the time. She was lending a hand, and so she's sleeping. And I'm on nights and I've had, I had three or four nights with Jude at that point. And, and we had a, we had like a, a consistent rhythm where it's like, you know, I do XYZ. I, I honestly forget what it was now, but it was like, I, I do X, Y, Z. You know, I, I, I cuddle him for a little bit. I, I rock him a bit. He starts to fall asleep. I put him down. I put the soother in and he's usually good for a few hours. And so it, it was something like that. It wasn't exactly that, but it was something like that. And then it was like the fourth night. And I did everything I normally did, and he didn't go down. And I just remember feeling like so frustrated, you know, like so upset, and like like what are you doing? Why aren't you doing what you're supposed to be doing? You know, and feeling that that lack of control and how triggering that can be for me. Um, and so I think one of the one of the other things I've learned so far is just that the um, you know one of my mentors told me marriage is a magnifier when I was quitting porn, and. I would say fatherhood is very much the same thing, and it, it but it magnifies from a different angle, and so um, those control issues that I'm, you know, regularly working through, those are things that, um, those are things that are, are manifesting in this season in a different way, and and it's a great opportunity for me to actually grow in relinquishing control and learning to trust and giving other people permission to be themselves and not feeling like I have to control them, and because I have so much practice building this skill already in my marriage and my friendships and, and with my family and elsewhere, um, this is like adding another dimension. You know, it's another notch in the belt, another tool in the arsenal. And it's really, really cool. Um, and the last thing I'll say, I remember when I was, I was probably, uh, geez, how old would I have been? I would have been 17 or 18 years old. Um, I was at a church and they were showing a little clip from Craig Rochelle. And Craig Rochelle was, uh, was a real pioneer in the digital age for local churches uh, at the time. And so Uversion you, you was coming out. And they would do these video sermons or sometimes these sermonettes that they would license to other churches. And he just did them so master, masterfully. And I remember he told this story about how you know they had their first kid. And he remembered thinking, like, wow, I love this kid so much. How could I love anyone else anymore? Then he had a second kid. And then he thought, "Whoa, this is amazing! I love my second kid just as much as my first kid, but I love them differently, but like somehow my love multiplied you know, and then he had a third, and it kind of became this this humorous thing because he wound up having six kids, I think in that video and um and it just kept going and going, you know he just kept having kids and having kids and having kids and uh and the he he was just but he just kept saying how like your love multiplies, your love multiplies and i i I love that and um." I've never experienced the love that I have for my son. Um, it's, it's like nothing else. It's a really, really cool experience. Um, and it's amazing to see that love. Like, like, there was this part of my heart that, that didn't exist that now does. And it's cool to think that that's going to double again and, and again and however many kids we have. Um, but something I just didn't understand, that sort of unconditional love that is just instantly there. It doesn't have to be earned. He, Judah doesn't have to earn my trust. He doesn't have to prove himself. He doesn't have to do anything. His mere existence qualifies him for my love. And um, it's just amazing. It's just an amazing experience. So some things I'm learning in fatherhood, guys, uh, some things that I, w- I wanted to pass along to you today. Uh, and and the, the cool thing, you know, and I'll, I'll just tie this all together, is this is how God sees us, right? And and that's the amazing thing is like we often think we have to earn God's trust. We need to prove ourselves, when the reality is uh, that God so loved the world, right? That He gave His only begotten Son. God loved us, um, and it, it is, and it, and we didn't have to do anything. It was just there. Just our mere existence was enough for Him to love us, and um, and that that is reason enough to drive us from things like pornography, um, but drive us towards Him as a source of safety, a source of comfort and a healthy place to get our needs met instead of pornography as well. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Again, if you're getting value from this podcast, please make sure you leave a rating or review or that you share this content with someone that might benefit. In the meantime, I'm Sathya Sam. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay clean. Hey, everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you, called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you wanna show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance and insight in your recovery journey,